You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 88. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and help you elevate your impact in your career and your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, 88th time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. There you will also be able to find links to connect with me on social, especially Twitter and Instagram. I am at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow the show's account at HowDoesSheDoIt on Twitter and Instagram as well. And I also want to thank you for your five-star ratings and reviews. If you haven't had a chance to do so, feel free to head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave your five-star rating and review there. And we are also up on Spotify, finally. I thought I submitted the podcast to Spotify like three months ago, but I noticed that there was an error in the posting, so I emailed my podcast hosting company, and all is well. So if you listen to podcasts on Spotify, your girl is on Spotify as well. And I don't know if there's a review system there for Spotify and podcasts, but if there is, you already know, please leave a rating and review if you have the opportunity to do so. And last but not least, if you want to join the email list for the podcast, please text how does she do it as one word to 444-999. Again, that's how does she do it as one word to 444-999 and you will be added to the email community. And now let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. And usually I do Just My Thoughts, which is the segment of the show where I review, recommend, or reject something that I've come across in current events or a resource that I'm using or that I have stopped using. And just briefly, I will recommend the book by James Clear called Atomic Habits. Now, I am literally like two chapters into listening to this book. However, he has already snatched my edges like three times. So I recommend James Clear is, he started out as a blogger and he was in the process of really adjusting his habits in his own life related to a lot of things that he did. And over maybe like four years, actually less than that, he accumulated over a hundred thousand subscribers to his email list. And he has since done research and released a book about developing habits. And so I've listened to it and listening to it, I have to say, along with reading Michael Hyatt's book on goal setting, the two of those things combined are really giving me a really good foundation for setting up my goal life for 2019. And in just the first couple chapters of James Clear's book, what he is talking about is the importance of not just setting goals, but making sure that you are setting up your life and the systems of your life so that it will support the achieving of those goals. And Michael Hyatt makes mention of that a bit, but James Clear is going really a lot into detail about the significance of the habits that you have and formulating systems that support the type of lifestyle that you say you want to have in 
including the types of goals that you want to achieve. So Atomic Habits by James Clear and Your Best Year Ever by Michael Hyatt. And those are two books that I am recommending. And so I guess I did have Just My Thoughts this week. So that now concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. Starting back in episode 86, I was using Michael Hyatt's book, Your Best Year Ever, as the basis for my own personal reflection and on this year and goal setting for 2019. And so I shared in that episode, episode 86, the seven questions I was using to reflect on my year. And in episode 87, I answered some of those questions for you. And this is the conclusion, episode 88, is the conclusion of this three-part series of reflecting on 2018 that I hopefully in the last couple episodes, you have been doing your own reflection and as of this recording, it is December 26th. It's the day after Christmas, and there are only a few days left in 2018. And although there are only 2000, 2000 days, no, although there are only a few days left in 2018, there is still plenty of time for you to reflect on where you are right now and where you hope to be in insert your desired time period here. So if you haven't done this grand reflection as of yet in 2018, that's okay. Do not pressure yourself, but make sure that you take specific time to reflect on where you have been. One of the things that Michael Hyatt talks about and that I believe to be true when I think about my own experiences is that if you don't reflect on your experiences such that you gather the information and lessons from those experiences, it's hard to determine where you are, where you've been, and where you want to go without being intentionally reflective. So I encourage you to take time to do that over the next several days, next few weeks even, just to figure out how you want to ground yourself going into 2019. And he talks about the difference between achievement goals and habit goals, which is something that I hadn't thought about, a distinction I hadn't thought about, I should say. So I definitely encourage you to, to engage in resources and information that experts have on this type of thing. Because what I found in reviewing his book is that I've been a little not a little, I've been a lot deficient in the kind of substance of the goals that I've been setting. And I mentioned just in just my thoughts a little bit earlier that pairing that book, Your Best Year Ever, with now James Clear's book on Atomic Habits, my plan is to make sure that I am setting myself up for success. I know for sure that there are a lot of habits in my life that I need improvement and that my lack of consistency in some things or my just not focused or not having a system in other things have kept me somewhat stagnant in some areas or just not seeing the type of progress that I thought I should see or that I hope to see in some areas. So I'm just getting very real with myself, getting very clear with myself and actually seeking out information and resources that will help me move the needle and not just kind of stay in a cycle of frustration about the things that the perceived inefficiencies or deficiencies that I have in certain areas and really just saying, you know what, let's just figure out what it is and let's just get better at it and let's just move on. So I encourage you to figure out what that might need to be for you, what you need to adjust yourself and start to make those changes. 
But like I mentioned, the goal of this episode is to really reflect on the lessons that I have learned in 2018. And I mentioned in last episode that I had written down eight goals that I had so far, and I'm not going to bore you with all eight of those goals. But what I am going to do is share somewhat of a three-step, I don't want to call it, a. it's not necessarily a process because it's always evolving and it's kind of an underlying current that I have found in reflecting on 2018 that when I think about different points and different experiences that I've had this year, when it comes back to these three things, if I do these things all the time, other things will fall into place. And so if you follow me on Instagram at Tiff South, you will see that I've shared the first step of this process. But now that you're listening to the podcast, you're going to get, if you're listening to this before I finish posting them all on Instagram, you're going to get these steps before everyone else gets them on Instagram. So the first step is seek God first. And that sounds like, okay, great. What does that, what does that even mean? This year I found myself, and I'm alluded to this a bit on last week's episode that I found myself being driven by fear in a lot of different ways in my relationship life, in my finances, in my business, not so much in my career, but mostly in those three areas, my relationship life, my finances, and my business. And I was seeking out information from experts. I was seeking out advice from people. And I there were times where I would go to God last. There were times where I would seek his insight after I had made six steps in a different direction. And it was really around the launch of Elevate Your, Elevate Your Career Academy for the third time that I realized that part of the, that I think part of the failure of the first two launches was in that I was seeking everyone's insight, but God's. I was seeking everyone's wisdom, but his, and his direction came secondary to decisions that I made. And so as I look back over the year, once I started to take a step before picking up the phone to call one of my friends or running to a podcast or running to a course, when I got still and when I got real quiet and intentional about my prayer and also bold with my prayer, I then was able to hear from God in a very different type of way. And this seeking God kind of came up it, it kind of revealed itself so to me, so to speak, in hindsight, as I read Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13 and Matthew 5, or actually Matthew 6, 31 through 33. And I was able to see a distinction in progress in certain areas of my life when I finally stopped fighting for control, when I finally stopped really trying to do things before I sought his wisdom. So that is kind of one of the overarching lessons that I've learned in 2018. Seek God first. And the second lesson that I learned in 2018 is learn how he designed you. Learn how he designed you. When I finally accepted what 
my gifts really, really are and what I need help with, what I have to learn to delegate, what I have to learn to lean into or lean away from, I started to feel a bit more freedom. I started to feel this weight and pressure relieved as as a result of me not trying to be something that I'm not. I am someone who loves people. I love to encourage people. I love to help people dissect their challenges. I love to help people really get clear about who they are. I love to stand in front of a room full of people. I love to run my mouth. I do not love nitty gritty details. I do not love organization and like, you know, project management. I don't love those things and I'm not great at those things, but I have learned how God designed me and I have learned that it's important for me to know that. And so I encourage you to lean into those intuitive things that you know about yourself, lean into the things that you know. And I'm not talking about the things and the areas of our life where we resist change because we like to say, oh, that's just how I am. I'm not talking about those things because that's stubbornness, right? I'm talking about how you show up when you're naturally gifted and you're naturally in your most kind of blissful and just intentional and just living your life kind of state, not when you are not in a, not anything mean spirited or unkind or anything like that, but just who are you when you are at your best? Who are you when people are drawn to you and attracted to you? Who are you when you feel most alive and like you are contributing in useful and valuable ways to those around you? Learn how he designed you. And the third kind of step in this sort of process that I've, I've learned over the course of this year is to be salt and light, be salt and light. And that comes from Matthew chapter five. And when we are charged by Christ to be the salt of the earth and be a light on a hill so that others can see their way to him and therefore their way to God, the father. And we as believers have a responsibility. And I believe that when you go back to the first thing I talked about, when you seek God first, when you worship him, when you seek to know his word, when you are working to improve your relationship with him, when you are looking to really get to know him and listen to him and learn his wisdom and talk to him and communicate with him. And then from there, when you learn how he designed you, which you can learn from doing step one, by the time you do those two things, it will be almost natural and just the way that you live your life to show up as salt and light to the people around you so that people can see you at your best, reflecting what God has gifted you with, reflecting your life as testimony about how good he is and about the things that he's brought you through and the things that he's sustaining you through in the moment, right? Because you might not be through your trial, through your struggle, through whatever it is, or you're in a new version of it. You're in a new season of it. But when you have sought him, when you have learned who you are in him, you will, it will be easy for you to show up as the salt of the earth and be the light on a hill for others to see his glory through you. And so those were the kind of overarching lessons that really played out over and over over my year in a different set of ways. But then I had a few other little more specific lessons that apply to certain experiences that I've had. And I want to share three of those with you 
and hope that and maybe these will resonate with you, but I'd love to hear what your top three lessons were that you learned for yourself. So hit me up on Instagram at Tiff South, or you can send me a message on the Instagram account at how does underscore she do it and tell me what your lessons were for this year. If you don't use Instagram, send me an email, Tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com. I would love to hear from you. And so the three other lessons that I will share with you that I've learned is number one, progress requires intention steeped in faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and it is the evidence of things not seen. And faith was the word that I chose for myself this year. And in some intentional and kind of divine ways, it has more lessons about faith and more information about what faith really is has revealed themselves has have revealed themselves to me over the course of the year and something that i i thought faith before i really started to study it and pray more about it and really seek to walk in it more i thought faith was like this was a feeling I thought faith was like something that you have sometimes and something that you don't have other times. Like it was something you would come in and out of. But what I've learned is that faith is really a state of being. Faith is more than just, oh, I feel like I have a lot of faith because they, scripture tells us that you only need faith the size of a mustard seed, which means you don't need a lot of it, but you need deep, you need a deep connection of it. You need like, it needs to be substantive and not a lot in quantity, if that makes sense. It has to be a trusting. And in order for me this year, I recognize if I was to make progress, I had to be intentional and moving in just filled with faith in what God's work could do and show up as in my life. If I was going to make moves in my business, I had to make steps intentionally, but know that the matter, no matter the outcome that I couldn't see, no matter the end result that I couldn't see, I'm moving in faith because God's got me no matter what is on the other side of these actions, right? And so that was one lesson that I learned this year. Another lesson I learned this year, don't let your nurturing nature keep you wasting time with those who don't deserve your time. I'm going to read that again. Don't let your nurturing nature keep you wasting time with those who don't deserve your time. And I'm sure I am not the only person who needed to hear that. Whether you talk about familial relationships, potential boo relationships, current boo relationships that need to be past boo relationships, people will take advantage of your caring heart, your caring nature, your caring concern. And oftentimes, and maybe I should just speak for myself, I have found myself staying committed to helping people who don't want to be helped, staying committed to trying to get people past where they were when they don't really want to get past where they are. And that has often resulted in me being left holding the short end of the stick. So that is something that I learned this year the hard way in more than one instance, unfortunately. And I'm not going to let that keep happening to me again. So that was another lesson. And the third lesson that I will share with you of my list of many that (laughs) that I have here is seek peace in contentment. 
And that for me has been something I go back and forth about because I'm someone who is constantly striving after more, looking to achieve this or do that or keep being active in this way, shape or form. And I have had to learn that it is okay to be peaceful and it is possible to have peace where you are and still have a desire for more. And it is a very fine line, but I've learned that it's the spirit with which you seek after the things that you want for your future that will determine how you exist in your present with the things that you currently have. And I'll say that again, it is the spirit with which you seek after the things you want for your future that will determine the way that you exist in the present with what you have. And if you are just bitter about where you are or negative or have an attitude and just are not grateful for your current situation, that will make your desire for what you want in the future. It will taint the way that you go after it. It will taint the value of the things that you are currently experiencing and you'll miss out on the benefit of the gratitude and the current situation that you are in. So for me, I had to always remember that while I want different things, while I want to work hard for improving my business and touching the lives of 1 million women and continue to speak in front of leaders and organizations, I am so grateful for what I have right now. I am at peace with what I have right now and I can still want more. So those are the lessons that I have learned this year in 2018. Send me a message on Instagram, screenshot this episode as you're listening to it and tag at Tiff South and tag at how does underscore she do it. Let me know what your lessons are for 2018. You can send me a message on Instagram. you can send me an email, Tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com. I would love to hear from you. I'm so grateful for your continued support, your continued shares, your messages, your emails, you joining the email list. It has been a great year for the podcast. I am so appreciative of your continued support and I look forward to even better content in 2019. I look forward to even more real conversations, better interviews and all kinds of things into the next year. So I hope that you take the next several days or whenever you're listening to this episode to spend time and enjoy time with your family and give your self grace for where you've come from this year. Give yourself grace for where you are right now and give yourself grace as you look forward to the year that is ahead as you pursue new heights and continue to grow in your faith and grow in your relationship with Christ. So until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace. Hey, hey, hey.